Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to discuss job hopping. What does it mean to be a job hopper? How do employers view job hopping? And how do I address it on a resume or an interview? In today's mini-sode, I bring you some brand new content with my guest, Byron Clark, founder at careersidekick.com. Byron is a former executive recruiter and job search expert. His website, Career Sidekick, is read by more than 1 million people per month. He has been advising job seekers since 2012 to think differently in their job search and land high-paying competitive jobs. You can follow him on LinkedIn by searching for Byron Clark or heading on over to careersidekick.com. Well, what do you do if you think you might be a job hopper? Let's get right to it. So, Byron, I'd love to ask you about this concept of job hopping, which I know so many people out there are stressing out about. They feel like, you know, it's the end of the world if they took a job and they need to switch on over to another one and they're afraid of how it would look on their resume. They're afraid about, you know, how it's going to be perceived in an interview and things like that. So I just want to talk in general about the concept of job hopping and essentially what it is. So what is job hopping and why are people so worried about it nowadays? Well, I suppose you'll hear different definitions from different people, but I think what I'd like to try to talk about is how employers view it, because that's what matters in terms of you getting hired and you knowing what you can quote okay. unquote get away with as a job seeker. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's dive into it. I think employers look at the big picture. They look at the whole story of your resume. Assuming you've worked for less than 10 years and it's a one-page work history, they're just looking at the whole thing. And I think you can almost always get away with one short stint at a company. You can always tell that next employer took the role. It ended up turning into something that I didn't think it was going to be what it was. And you can even kind of blame the company a little bit and say, hey, what we discussed in the interview wasn't quite what they had me doing once I started there. You don't want to badmouth a company, but I think it's, it's okay to say that. And you could say it wasn't a fit. And once I knew it wasn't a fit, I didn't want to waste my time in theirs. And so I began searching for a position that would be a better fit. And so you can get away with one every time. It just becomes a problem. And I guess the real definition of job hopping is if you have two or three or four quick moves in a matter of one or two years, if, if it's more than one short stint, then it's what most people would call job hopping. And then it's tougher to explain. Okay. We'll pivot on over to the resume for a second here, because I think this is where a lot of job seekers either get tripped up, stressed out, or they get it wrong on the resume. But I'll give the example of a good friend of mine who ended up taking a job that, to be honest, wasn't a very good fit. She was there for about three months in a sales position, really terrible company culture. It was not really what she wanted to be doing. But it was somewhat in alignment with the industry that she was in. So it had some relevance. So is this something that I include in my resume or do I decide to leave it out and expose a resume gap, which is another thing I think a lot of people freak out about. But what would the strategy be there to include this short stint or resume gap? That's another good question. Sometimes I feel like you just need to test. Go with one idea write your resume and test it and send it out there and see if you're getting interviews. So what my gut ah. reaction would be, what I would do is I would keep it on there. 
start sending out my resume and, and trying to get more interviews and take my shot at explaining the situation in those phone interviews that I was receiving. Okay. And then perhaps after I was hired for that next position, and maybe I've been in that next position for nine months, 12 months, then maybe I would go back and delete that little three-month job from my resume later on, right? Because you don't want to have to keep explaining that five years down the road, 10 years down the road. And as a job seeker, you decide what to put on your resume. It's not a background check. It's your sales pitch or a marketing document that you send to companies to show them why you are prepared to step into their job and be successful. That's all it is. A hundred percent. So I'd probably try to keep it on, apply to some jobs and then remove it later. I don't know if you endorse this or not, but in the past, I remember I had a resume where I started just putting years instead of months and years. And I thought it just, it suited my situation for a couple of years in my career to just list the years of employment. And it just looked good. It worked out. It might not look good for everybody, but I thought it worked for me. I have considered that. For me, I've always seen that as as debatable, but I have used that in a few instances in resumes I've written. Have I done it for every resume? Typically, ones we write do include those months, but I think that is something you can use. And we're not trying to trick people necessarily. We're just not trying to call attention to something that's not relevant. It's subtle difference. And some people might see that as manipulative, but what you said is so true. Your resume is a marketing piece. It's not a chronological, perfect like work history. That is a background check, like you said. So I think you need to call attention to the things that are going to get you hired and don't call attention to the things that people are going to stop question and say, is this person the right person for the role? I really don't know. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And the one thing I will add is if it's job hopping that was 10, 15 plus years ago, you probably don't need to worry about it so much anyway, because people care a lot more about the recent experience. Isn't that right from your experience as a recruiter, Byron? Absolutely. The last two or three roles, the last five years. So the last thing I'll ask you about in terms of job hopping is the interview. And I don't know if you have any practical advice for oral communication, because I know on a resume, it's really easy to get everything looking right. You send it to a resume professional, you send it to a friend, and you get the document looking perfect. You A, B, and test it, which is something you alluded to earlier, possibly. But when it comes to the interview, I think people have a harder time explaining job hopping or even a resume gap if you want to go that route. But how do I explain the fact that I've had to move from job to job or took a short stint at a job in an interview? I think as long as it's not a repeating pattern where it's really been many, many jobs and many short stints, I think you should almost always just be really direct and upfront and don't be apologetic, but just be clear. And you never want to seem like you're hiding something. I think you should just go in there and explain the situation. It's respectable to say, I got into this role and after two months, I wasn't learning the skills I thought I'd be learning and it wasn't the right direction for my career. So... Saved us all a bunch of time and decided to move on to the next position. And and that next position was much better for me. Just explain it directly or say, matter of fact, I had to relocate or I had to care for a, an elderly family member who, who was needing help at home. And I had to take eight months off for that. Sometimes you can even put that right on your resume. If you were out of work for a year because of recovering from a knee operation or caring for a a loved one, I think there are some benefits to, to putting that right on your resume in your work history, just as if it were another job entry. So with a date and a a one-line explanation of what you're doing. I'm not sure what you think of that. 
Awesome. And Byron, I really like your transparent style. It sounds like you're a very transparent, honest, open person. And so I think a lot of that stuff applies to the job search. And I think if job seekers can take a page from your book and be confident, then I think they will all be better off. All right, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. That's job hopping in a nutshell. Nothing to fear. Just get stoic about your situation and take right action. As a job seeker, you are your own sales pitch. So find a way to sell yourself that downplays your weaknesses and highlights your strengths. If you've done more than a few short stints within a year, as Byron mentioned, then I would stop attacking the symptoms so much here, but focus on the underlying cause. Do I know? I mean, do I really know where I want to be within my career? Where are my biggest strengths? I highly recommend seeking out a career coach if you feel like you need clarity in your life. And we've had plenty of career coaches in our podcast, so listen to the plentiful content we have regarding clarity. And I know a lot of these career coaches are still taking clients, so you can also reach out to them that way as well. All right, job seekers, thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to see you next time. Career Warrior Podcast. And before you go, remember, if you're not seeing the results you want in your job search, our highly trained team of professional resume writers here at Let's Eat Grandma can help. Head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast to get a free resume critique and $70 off any one of our resume writing packages. We talk all the time on the show about the importance of being targeted in your job search. And with our unique writing process and focus on individual attention, you'll get a resume, cover letter, and LinkedIn profile that are highly customized and tailored to your goals to help you get hired faster. Again, head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.